Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, here we are. It's another fabulous morning, and it's Tuesdays with Tessa. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. How are you today? I am great. <laughs> One of the reasons that I love doing anything with you is that you've got a wonderful standard opening that is always an uplift, no matter what, and that is just spectacular. And the way that you say it, your voice, and for those of you who are viewing us on, on video, the look on your face, you're convincing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, usually I say I am wonderful. Yeah, yeah. You are wonderful. I, I will back you up on that one. So we've got a, a special episode here today. This is Dr. Deb Carlin, your host, with Tessa Greenspan, my Tessa with Tuesdays with Tessa. And um, we're here on Blog Talk Radio for the K Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. So you might say that I consider Tessa to be a factor. And we were talking about what we wanted the show to be about today, and so... Tessa came up with, um, I called it the three L's, and we're talking about love and laughter and leadership, lessons in life. And yes. Tessa, what was running through your mind as you were thinking about that? Well, I was thinking about it's really important, especially at this time, is that we, we must start with love. I mean, we can't. Uh, be angry and hate and, and have so much divisiveness. So it's really important for everyone to know that love is what's going to help every single person. Oh, yeah. And it's really important to stop, you know, to, to learn methods that you can de-stress and just know that love is really the greatest of these are love. I mean, it's in many, many books and in the Bible. And so it's really where we must start into love. In my mind, as you're speaking, I am running through in a sundry of songs. You know, I was, I sent out the other day um, on a, on a text to a group of people who were argumentative. Dionne Warwick singing what the world needs now yeah. is yeah. love, yeah. sweet love. Yeah. Yes. That, by the way, would be really a good thing if you have stress. Yeah. is to play that song. Absolutely. Or a song that is upbeat because it changes your mind mm-hmm. at the moment. But it's so important to have a really great song that can bring you back to the center. You know, and what, what you're describing, Tessa, is is our intuitive reality, what we know. But in science, we've absolutely identified that there are there are chords and and notes that really are in a frequency that when we engage in that frequency, it is spectacular. And, you know, I'm thinking of the studies that we've done on the humpback whales and on the the timber wolf, and they sing in D minor. 
and it's very relaxing. It's a little eerie, and it's very relaxing, and it's known to be the note of the earth. Isn't that fascinating? It really is. Yeah. And, and so many other animals, too. Is, uh, I think that we can learn a lot, especially from pets, from dogs. Right. They are pure love. And actually, I'm doing this speech. And one of the things I said, if you don't have a pet, get one. <laughs> because they love you unconditionally. They are a great example of what love is. Yeah. You know, for what you say or do to them, they come back and are so looking forward to seeing you. And that's really a great um, example of pure love. It really is. Um, you know that the shelters, I, now I, I don't, this could just be a rumor, but I, I, I hope it is a rumor. I'm going to spread it because it's a really nice one. Um, the shelters are supposedly uh, not able to keep up with the demand right now that, that there is for pets. Because during this, this time of isolation and incubation, people are thinking, well, this is kind of lonesome. <laughs> and we need some more playfulness and entertainment. And pets not only love us, but they play all yes. the time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's fun. It's so good. And, and we could do whole series on love and yeah. examples of love and examples of what's possible in life. Oh, and yeah. examples of bringing ourselves into the um, place of love. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a little so actual feeling because it's day. Mm-hmm. We had a little freeze go on there for a no. second. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Okay. We can say I love you many times. Yeah. But unless you say it with feeling, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. And just to say, I love you or love you, that isn't the same and same thing with feeling. Yeah. If you don't do things with feeling, I love you yeah. and mean it, yeah. then it really is just empty words. And so it's really important for us to be aware. Don't just say, love you. Right. Safe with feeling. Right, right. Yeah, there's a there's a, a weird kind of disconnect when somebody gives you an expression of love you. Yeah, yes. like see ya. <laughs> yeah, and that's really what it is in essence. It's like see you or right. bye. Right. It's not the same. And so I would urge everyone to practice getting in the feelings. When you're saying I love you, say it from the heart. Well, you, everyone knows. Right. Well, you know what, Tessa? I do love you. I love you dearly. Thank you. And I love you too. You know, that practice of letting your friends know, I think more now than ever before, is so critical. I'll tell you, um, in today's in today's reality and and dividing my time across Chicago and St. Louis, I'm very, very happy to feel thought of to be to be feeling the the comfort of people thinking of me as I'm in Chicago these last two days when there has been massive disruption. And so one of the things that I've thought about is what if we could as a as a nation have a movement where the moment that we hear of something like that, everyone all automatically, because we all shift into anger and fear, what if we shift into massive love? And what if we had certain times during the day 
that we went into prayer and massive love as a practice. What might we be able to do, do you think, Tessa? Well, it would ease a lot of pressure on a lot of people, first of all. It changes the energy, too. It isn't really just one. So when there have been many different things, uh, as far as everyone in the whole world is stopping for a minute and just saying I love you or just um, being quiet and sending positive energy, it has worked. And so it really would be good for the whole world to take a time and, you know, be, you can, I don't know who would even organize it, but take a time for everyone to stop at that minute and just breathe deeply and just say, I love you. It would change so many people's moods and other kinds of things. And so love is really, it's, it's sort of an overworked word. And when you say it again without meaning, or just say it, or whatever, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't mean anything if you don't put feeling with it. I think that we could, on our platform, at 10 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, every week, open with, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's certain... Um, people who I follow who are very popular. They have an internet celebrity status. And and I and I thought it was kind of interesting the first few times that I heard them speaking and they would say, I love you for being here. And and if nobody else has told you today, I love you. And I and I thought I thought to myself, Well, how do they know? They don't know me. And then I thought, you know, I find myself going back there because their message feels so authentic, so genuine, that I think what they're expressing is a love of humanity. And we yeah. really need a love okay. of humanity right now. Well, we could each say, I love you for being here. I mean, there really is, it's really a great way to start. So. Yeah, it's a wonderful way to start. So where where do you suppose that, that you've learned these lessons in in application to leadership in terms of love and laughter and leadership. Where where does where did you get all those ideas from? What experiences? Well, I have been a student of it all my life as far as what makes us work, how we can improve, self improvement. I have been a work in progress for forty years or more. So it's really not something that you can have immediately. Mm. It's something that is a way of life and practicing over and over again. It's just, you know, decide that this can be a way of life. It's really, again, your practices that you do every single day, which actually brings me to laughter because I think the two go together. I think that if you have things that you can laugh, or really even have cute things or a cute video that you go to. Right. I love babies laughter. Yeah. I, I don't know how anyone could not laugh when you hear this baby laugh. <laughs> right. So many times I will go, if if I need a, a change in energy, I will go to a that I have that is a baby laughing. And you cannot, you cannot Reserve. not laugh. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So really, that's another way of changing your mindset when you are having a difficult time or when you can't get off of a, a subject right. or it's hard or that you have challenges. Have a video of a baby laughing. You right. cannot not laugh. And it does change your mindset. It really does. Yeah, it really does. Because seeing something, you know, YouTube and the Internet is probably one of the most brilliant things ever. And and that visual and that auditory, you know, that sensory immersion, full immersion into it. So, friends, as you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, but I don't have a baby laughing clip, just go on to Google and go into YouTube and type in. YouTube video, Babies Laughing, and you will get the most beautiful, long list of experiences of that. You know, there's, um, how about the experience of the baby? Uh, there's, I mean, there's a gazillion of these, but there was a, a baby who um, had been born not able to hear, but they immediately got it taken care of. The first time that baby heard its mother's voice. Yeah. And it's just cooing and laughing and smiling. Pure joy. Yeah, yeah, pure joy, exactly. Because in vitro, yes, it was hearing mommy's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. There's so many beautiful things that we can turn to. I know I will if I if I get in an in an off place, and I and I'm in a leadership position and I need to walk into something, I am thinking to myself, okay, what am I going to do to shift my gears? And I'll go to that song by Dionne Warwick, or I'll pull up um, Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. That's my favorite. <laughs> I love that song. Mine, too. Yes. yes. You know, the title of it, the way that he sings, the richness of his voice, the yes. words. I mean, everything about it is so rich and crisp. And, and I'll do that because I think I can't walk into a room or walk into an event or walk into this platform recording and and try to have a conversation or lead anything and be off my game, right? It's so true. And that is really important. That is a great message for everyone is to play a happy song. Before you go into anything, before you have a meeting, before you make a phone call, it really sets the stage of what it is. You know, there is something called Honoponopono, too, that has helped people in, in prison. So that when uh, there's a saying, you know, I love you, I forgive you, please forgive me, thank you. This is another phenomenal way of, in your mind, doing this to other people. Mm-hmm. I love you. And when you say it with me, I love you. Mm-hmm. And have a person's um, image in your mind, I love you. I forgive you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And again, saying and meaning it, being at the moment with it, you can do this in your mind even with a person that is far away, and somehow that energy gets to them. So, and it's proven that uh, prisoners who were in, no, it was in mental institutions that were, um, you know, filled with hate and all of this, this was proven to reduce the, their anger. Mm. You know, I've, I, I believe in this energetic connection between all of us. 
And when we find ourselves, and, and, I've, and I've dialed into this for as long as I can remember, when I find myself thinking about somebody and it keeps coming to me as opposed to me feeling like I'm creating the thought about that person, I reach out and that person invariably tells me, this is so weird because I've been thinking about you. And then I find out something has been going on. And they needed the connect. So if we can think love about someone, of course they're going to be able to feel it. They might not know what they're feeling or who it's coming from, but we'll feel it because that energy travels. It is the absolute truth. I have done this for many years. In fact, when and I would like to encourage every single person, when a name comes to your mind, immediately call them or, or somehow get into contact because it's sort of your inner being wanting you to help or connect with that person. I have done that so many times myself. Once it came to my mind, it's actually when I started the store, that a person's name came to my mind and I called them right away. And they said, I am so thankful that you called me. My mother just died. Oh, so, my. It's really important for us to act on our intuition because we're getting messages for us to act. All the time. Mm -hmm. It reminds me, as you say, that when people talk about their faith and, and talk about the ways in which, you know, I pray, God, I'm, I've stopped because God doesn't answer my prayers. And I, and I, and I ask the person, how is it that you, you watch and are ready to receive the answers to your prayers? Because if you make a prayer, if you have a prayer that you pray to God, to the universe, to whoever is your higher power, are you, are you waiting until your box is checked? Because all of our prayers are answered just in an sundry of ways. So sometimes it's kind of like ordering from Amazon and you think the package is going to be left right in front of your door and you don't bother looking down the porch or down the hallway or in the mail room. Great analogy, yes. And we think, no delivery, I'm so upset. No, the delivery is actually there. But we That's don't... Great example. Oh, yes, it's so true. Yeah. So blessings... And, and, and I think about this in terms of, of the three L's of love, laughter, and leadership. Every one of us are called to lead. We're yeah. called actually to, and a friend of mine reminded me of this the other day. I said, it gets so lonesome during this, this incubation quarantine thing. You know, even though we can go out and go shopping and do things and even go dining, um, it's still lonesome because you don't have people in your home the way that you would normally. And, I, and I'm big on that. I love having people in my residence. And her response to me was, you have to be your own leader and your own entertainment. You come in alone. You have to leave alone. And we have an assignment in the middle. And that is go through all the challenges and figure it out yourself. I mean, don't don't live your life as a hermit, but be able to truly be able to and, and take joy in that. And I thought, yeah, we are called first to lead our own being and to love ourselves first. Right. And to find joy in that and just burst into our own laughter, which 
how many things are there for us to watch and look at our foibles or the things that we just see in nature every day we're invited to look and find the levity what a wonderful way to lead others then right by example it is so true it's so true and love is so important in this and that is we must love our people <clears throat> yeah before we can really love or accept love from others so that being alone um, is one. And I wanted to go back to prayer, too. Okay. I find, I feel, in my opinion, is that um, praying, sort of asking for God or just saying thank you, God, and, and the more you can be thankful and the more you just write down and say it, thank you, then, then meditation is listening for the answers. How lovely. Yes. So I, I, that's my opinion anyway, that I feel that prayer is either asking or just thanking God and then being quiet. Put, put your intention or, you know, this is something that I would like to have the answer to. And then just meditate, clear your mind. Or if you want to do a guided meditation, but meditation is really an important part in the prayer, I think, in love and learning to really Go deep inside of yourself. It absolutely is. And isn't it interesting the ways in which in our in our normal life, the deep contrast that we're in right now is we're not only invited right now, we're commanded to quiet down, yeah. to sit true. still, to be in the stillness and figure out what in your own four walls you can do for your your knowledge, your self-care, your love, your loves, your beloveds, your your home, your work, and to just get still. And I, I've heard so many people, and on social media, so many people talking about their meditative practices, which you're absolutely right, are just a period of stillness, pause, and quiet. Mm-hmm. You know the saying, I can't even hear myself think? Yeah. How many, how many of us, excuse me, at one point or another, until this year, have heard ourselves saying that. I can't even hear myself think. Well, because you need to carve out that time. It's precious. Yeah. It's really important to get quiet because we can't. We are so busy and never getting quiet or not even thinking, then our life will be really stressful. Incredibly. So, you know, love, laughter, and leadership. My opinion is that we must love others and ourselves, but ourselves first. First, enjoy life. I love my life. I absolutely am so grateful and thankful. I love my life. Uh, In case you didn't hear it, I love my life. I'm so grateful for so much. And Really, being thankful and grateful is part of that whole process, which when we do those things, then we are better leaders, and we then can be much better leaders, leaders with compassion, leaders with understanding, mm-hmm. uh, leaders with just being aware of you, being truly at the moment, right now, I see you. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Is leadership. 
That that is absolutely true. Nobody wants to follow someone who they don't think cares, doesn't see him, doesn't care about him. I mean, the only thing that matters in leadership is do you have any followers? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, you can be a leader in your business. So there's all kinds of leaders. But everybody has an example of a really great atmosphere mm-hmm. that you really want to work and you can do far more as an example. You know, I am just so blessed because I was ahead of the curve in many ways, and that's how I led, that I really acknowledge every person, and especially when they have big, when they have a birthday, or some, they did something great. So acknowledging that your people, and being sincere, you can't just uh, pull it off and be funny. You know, no. You can't just say, how are you, and not mean it, mm-hmm. and not listen to what the response is. To me, that is a great leader. A leader uh, works at understanding. It doesn't mean that you can't be firm. You know, I feel that I was and am a firm leader, although I'm fair. I am not going to ever embarrass you in front of someone else. Yeah. It's being fair. You can be firm but fair, and people accept that. Yeah. Yeah, because with what you're describing is is loving and caring enough to put the boundaries in place and then just reinforce them. When we put the boundaries in place, really the boundaries give us uh, a way to relax about where it is that we're at. You know, like we have boundaries right now today. We have allocated so much time in the studio on Blog Talk Radio. There's a boundary on it. There's a countdown on a clock on the recording. We're on Zoom. We're in in this square box that is our boundary. So we know anything out of that boundary doesn't have to be straightened up. <laughs> it can be. So boundaries are a wonderful thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then it, wearing clothing is a boundary. Yeah. I, I think more people can identify those that a boundary is that, that you're not going to let another person push you around, but you're going to communicate. If, and there you this go. It's another way. Communication <clears throat> and for people to and say things, and you're not going to come down on them. Absolutely. That is really wonderful. We could have whole courses on communication because it's not only what you say, it's how you say it and really how everything is working out. So it's really communication is one of the biggest things. So we might do a whole um, Absolutely. communication sometime. Because it's- and for today, we're actually – because we have put our show onto 30 minutes for the last two episodes, this one and the last one. Tessa, thank you for being here today. Thank you. You're welcome. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, here on Blog Talk Radio at the K Factor on Tuesdays with Tessa. And we will see you again in one week. Until then, peace out. And we love you. Yes, we love you. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.